0: Rats gnawed through Bridget's pre-dawn consciousness, flattening their bodies and clawing with sharp little nails to pull themselves into her dream. Once there, they multiplied, infesting the tower room and shredding precious documents as century-old walls amplified each scrape, rustle, and squeak. Bridget's eyes flew open. The dream disappeared, but the noises continued and she recognized the sound of her new arch-enemy. Wide awake now, she threw back the covers, sprang out of bed, and grabbed the broom she had propped against the wall last night. She quietly opened her door and stepped onto the landing, holding her weapon like a bat, bristle end up. She was headed to the tower room, but she stopped outside her own door, puzzled by a shaft of light from the open doorway. Trying to remember if she had turned off the switch the night before, she listened. There it was again. Russell, Russell. Traversing the final distance in a rush, she charged through the open door with her broom raised, eyes fixed on the corner where a rat had disappeared yesterday afternoon. Bridget stopped in mid-stride. A large pair of work boots stood in that particular corner attached to a tall, blond haired stranger. The stranger's eyes grew wide as they traveled from her face to the broom she was brandishing. Dressed in Levi's and a fluorescent orange vest over a tan, long-sleeved work shirt, he held a sheaf of papers in his hand. "'Who are you?' he asked in a hoarse voice, taking a step back. I might ask you the same thing. Bridget rested the broom on her shoulder, but kept her grip tight. Who are you? How did you get in? I came through the front door. Lark never locks the house. I doubt if a key even exists anymore. You know Lark? Are you her son? The stranger shook his head. I'm Lou McCarran. What's your father's name? He frowned at the question, but answered. Robert. Grandfathers? Ian. The corners of his mouth twitched. His father was Bruce, and my great-great-grandfather was Angus McCarran. He bought this house. Did I pass the test? Bridget ignored the question. What are you doing up here in the middle of the night, messing with my papers? Middle of the night? He looked at his watch. It's quarter to five. And when did they become your papers? Yesterday. You're kidding. He dropped the sheaf on the table. I suppose it was my cousin Ben who sold them to you. He had no right, you know. Ben Skye? He didn't sell the papers to me, he hired me to archive them. The stranger's mouth opened and his eyes had the look of someone processing unexpected information. Are we talking about the same person? Ben Sky, the off-road racer? It was Bridget's turn to process, and her answer sounded more tentative than she liked. I don't know whether he races or not. Lou McCarran checked his watch again. Look, shall we sit down and start over? You stow your broom. I'll explain what I'm doing here at O dark thirty in the morning, and you can tell me about Ben hiring you. Why a broom, by the way? Wouldn't a bat, or maybe a gun, be better? Bridget smiled at the thought of dealing with the rat with a pistol. I wasn't expecting an intruder. I'm not. She held up her hand. Let me finish. "'Yesterday I opened a box of documents "'and found that rats had destroyed about half the contents.' "'She lifted the lid of a carton on the floor to illustrate. "'There was one inside that ran into the corner and disappeared.' "'She propped the broom against the wall and set the lid on the table. "'When I heard you rustling through the papers, I thought they were back. "'I was going to try to hit one of them with this.' "'Lou's face turned grave.' "'You're sure they were rats?'